0: The verse of the week is 1 Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus.
1: Welcome back to the Luhi Pod. I am your host, Taylor James. And I'm the producer, Hannah Buckolds. And
0: this week's episode of the Luhi Pod, um, we talk about some more things related to athletics. We've only had one athletics-related episode so far with Coach Robin, so I'm really excited for this episode um, where we get to talk more about all things sports and student-athletes, I love sports, so I'm really excited for this episode.
1: Yeah, Taylor, what's uh, what's new in the sports world, the nationwide sports news?
0: I am so glad you asked, Hannah, because I have been following very closely, thanks to a really good friend of mine, the whole Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey story, because as Hannah knows and agrees, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. Hannah's a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. Not even like undercover. No, it's very public. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. Ness asks about it very frequently. Like every time we see him, he asks us about Taylor Swift. I'm also a chiefs fan because I'm from Kansas city. Originally Travis Kelsey has been my first round draft pick in my fantasy draft for like three years in a row. And now things are happening, Hannah. And I'm pumped about it.
1: Yeah. At the time of this airing, they may not even be together anymore, but if they are, you know. I I am a full believer in this relationship. I'm here for it. It's good for both of them. It's very di- it's a very different vibe for both of them. Yes. And just to bring it back to Lou High, um, I don't know if this is on YouTube yet, but if it is, we're going to link it in the show notes. Mr. Ness did an amazing chapel video with the worship class um, that he has his own eras tour. So it, it's pretty great.
0: Anyways, let's go back to the pod
1: um, announcements for this week.
0: All school testing is coming up on Wednesday, October 25th. Uh, make sure you're checking your email for more information from Miss Quinlan refuge has a meeting on Sunday, October 29th at 7 p.m. And then we have a half day of school on Friday, November 3rd for professional development. So make sure you mark on your calendars that it's only a half day of school. And then our auction tickets are now on sale, so make sure to get yours soon. We are super excited to welcome Assistant Athletic Director and Head Boys Basketball Coach Bill Bransma on the pod this week. We had an awesome conversation about students being multi-sport athletes and the benefit of multidisciplinary training. Um, We hope you enjoy. Well, welcome to the Luhai Pod, Coach. Thanks so much for being here.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit about athletics today. Specifically, um, students who are interested in playing multiple sports at Luhai and kind of what that looks like um, within our community. But I do want our audience to get to know you a little bit if they don't know you already. So will you just share with us a little bit about who you are and your role here at Luhai.
2: Yeah, so Coach Bransma, been here, this is my ninth year now. Uh, I was hired in April of 2015 to be the head boys basketball coach. A uh, year later, I uh, started teaching leadership, and so I've been teaching leadership now for what's well, been eight years. And that's been incredible to see grow. And then last year, uh, I was uh, blessed with the opportunity to be an assistant athletic director. Um largely around director of coaching development, so I get to work alongside the coaches uh, closely, support athletics in many different uh, avenues. But uh, also, I think for me, it's just been way more engagement with athletes as a whole. Before, it was if they didn't, Play basketball or took take my leadership class. I didn't necessarily know them, and now the uh, magnitude of of just interaction with kids is, and student athletes, more specifically, has been incredible.
0: Yeah, you're directly involved with a lot of things here. Um, very involved with our student body. It's also crazy how much our athletic department has changed just within the last few years. Like you've been part of that growth with just the staff, but also the growth with all the students and all the athletes coming in too.
2: Yeah, for sure. And it, it's been it's been awesome. I say more to witness than to be a part of. I don't always know my role, but as much as just seeing it.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Well, we have so many students in our student body that are involved um, with the athletic department in some way, shape or form. Many of them in more than one ways or in multiple sports. Um, So kind of what are your thoughts um, or your or our attitude really at Luhai around students being multi-sport athletes? And what do you think the benefits of being a multi-sport athlete are?
2: For sure. Yeah. It's awesome, I think, for me to be a part of a coaching um, staff. Uh, really, I say that not just for boys basketball, but a staff throughout the school that is so supportive of multi sport athletes. You know, I've, I've been part of schools before where coaches have tried to talk athletes into beginning to be focused on one sport. My, uh, one of my daughters, when she went uh, to a camp at another high school, even here in town, um, with with great athletics, it had the athletic director tell them, you need to start thinking about what your one sport's going to be in high school. And that just didn't set right to me. I think kids are coming in, their bodies are growing, their bodies are developing. You never know when some kid's going to um, develop into the person or the athlete that they want to be. And so uh, coming here and you have coaches that work with each other, talk with each other, want to share athletes, want to encourage athletes to be a part of as much as possible, it's really been awesome. And I think it, it it's a big driver for our culture at for Lutheran Athletics and Lutheran High School as a whole.
0: Yeah. What what do you think are the benefits of playing multiple sports? Because I, I feel like just at least my perception is that it's kind of a general consensus that a lot of coaches tell students, like, by the time you get to high school, you should focus on one sport and one sport only, and you should do that year-round. Your training should be focused on that. Um, What would the benefits be of being a multi-sport athlete versus just a one-sport athlete?
2: Sure. Yeah, you know, I think the the benefits, it's interesting, it's been several years now. Loyal Chicago did a um, study of, it was only 1,200 athletes, so I know it's not a massive population, but it was staggering to me. They showed that the chance of injury for a single sport athlete was 75 to 90% higher than a multi sport athlete and and you see the training and the requirements that are that are happening on our athletes whether or not that's the club world that's driving mm-hmm. really my focus has to be on the one sport because otherwise you know, I'm not going to be able to be part of the club level that I need to be at. So that's certainly driving it. But the benefit is not, I think, just for the athlete's body to give them rest in doing something else. Um, But it's also just mental, you know, that you, you see a lot of kids that are just burnt out. They get to the end of high school and they're like, I'm done. I don't want to play this anymore. I've been doing this, I feel like every day, my whole high school career. And so it just allows them to mentally engage with something different when we talk about engagement it's it's being with different teammates it's learning to develop new relationships stepping into uncomfortable environments it helps them a ton to step into a sport where maybe they're not the the person that they are in, in their main sport. Maybe they're the stud on the field and they have to step into where now they're a role player. And so I think there's just so many benefits to life of what that looks like to, to adjust to what your role is. You adjust to um, what the demands are. You adjust to how your coach is, right? I mean, we, we've we all benefited or so many have benefited from having different coaches, good or bad, and learning what they re- expect of you and adjusting to how their feedback is. That stuff just carries over into life. And so, you know, I I say to a kid, if I would encourage you to be a multi-sport athlete. Try as many things as possible. At a minimum, do it your first two years of high school. If what you decide to now pursue at the collegiate level uh, forces you to move into that single sport your last two years or maybe your last year because of demands of club or because of demands of a school that you're looking at, great. But give yourself that opportunity in that window Uh, you know I've seen a number of athletes be multi-sport athletes and the sport that they thought they were going to pursue their freshman sophomore year ended up not being the one that they ended up doing in college because they identified hey the way my body is or the things that I actually am passionate about they've actually now uh, stepped into a different a different sport and are getting paid to go do that sport and so it's awesome to see them thrive in that so I think for For the perception to be, hey, you need to focus on one sport when you come to Lutheran high school, to me it's limiting that, and you're actually missing out on potential opportunity that will impact the rest of your life. So there's a number of benefits physically. There's a number of benefits emotionally and socially, right? And then there's a number of benefits long term of being able to actually potentially get, get paid to do that sport in high school via the, you know, via scholarship and and potentially uh, NIL money, depending on what level of athlete you are.
0: Yeah. I love how much you talked about learning opportunities. Like being a multi-sport athlete gives you so many learning opportunities to learn about yourself, but also just to be a really well-rounded individual. And I think we... We focus on that a lot here at Luhai in lots of different aspects. So I love that our athletic department also mirrors that idea.
2: For sure, and and I think what's cool about Lutheran High School too is it's not just multi-sport athletes. It's really uh, maybe you could call it multi-activity um, athletes. Totally. And we we have athletes that are part of theater. We have athletes that are doing uh, things with student council. And so the ability for our teachers and our staff to support um, these athletes to say, hey, we, we want you not just leading on the court, on the field, on the mat. We want you leading in the classrooms. We want you leading in the hallways. And so all of those things breed that. And, and there's there's an element to me or a perspective for me that I see an athlete go and lead somewhere else. Well, they're learning key parts of who they are and parts of how they impact and influence others. And they're bringing that into onto the court for me. And so um, I I think it's just a general support, even beyond just another sport. It's all the different activities that you can be involved in.
0: Yeah. Oh man. That brings up so many great points. Like I love that about Luhai that so many of our students are involved in more than one thing. It might be multiple sports, but like you said, it could also be multiple activities, Um, which kind of brings up my next point. I think, A lot of families and a lot of students get overwhelmed by the idea of doing multiple things. Like you mentioned, the club world kind of driving that idea that you have to focus in on one thing. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about what you think maybe our community's concerns or attitude might be around being a multi-sport athlete or being involved in multiple things at the same time.
2: Sure. And and I'll probably speak to that more as a parent of two athletes here at Lutheran High School. You know, there is an immense amount of pressure from the club world. You know, when I look at, at my girls playing volleyball here, they finish they finish high school um, ideally after clubs already started because that means you're going to the state tournament. And so club seasons are starting before the state tournament's even over. And so they step right into, I mean, the last couple of years, my girls have finished state on Saturday and went to club practice on Monday. Yeah that that just is is crazy so there's that demand and then if they're playing in nationals they're going all the way till july then they're starting to attend some id camps in july and then they come right back to early august and so th- th- there is the element of again if that's what they're wanting to pursue long term i've been as supportive of them to stay focused on that sport it hasn't allowed them to develop the skills necessary to be successful in other sports um and and so i've, I've I've encouraged them to go that route. At the same time, I think there's there's a lot of athletes who get in the mindset, well, that is exactly what I have to do because that's what my club um, sport recommends. But most importantly, that's what some other parents said I should mm-hmm. do. I think you come in and you find out. Right? It, it, yes, that may be some advice of others, but you got to figure out you're you're different. You're not the same athlete, so allow you to be different. Allow you to try something new. You know, you you talked about uh, just just briefly the the ta- time demands, and do I have the time to be able to do all of this? I would say yes. I mean, those are the things that you learn uh, that are so valuable for you and. In managing your time, managing your body, making sure you eat right, making sure you sleep right, uh, all, all of those things are, are forming you into being that successful adult that, that that really is the only reason we can justify what we pay for athletics in general yeah, is totally. who, who they become and parents parents put way too much focus on the on the outcome, what stats they produce, rather than on who their child is becoming and if a multi sport athlete f- allows them to become who God created them to be, then let's encourage them to step into that and stop focusing on whether or not they have the stats or they're voted MVP or they're getting all the playing time that they deserve and all the things that go through a parent's mind because we are so fearful that little Johnny over there is doing it this way and he's, has, he's experienced success that way. You know, you're seeing at, at a high level, you know, I think the NFL – Uh, draft just two years ago if I'm remembering right 27 out of the out of the 30 first round draft picks were multi-sport athletes in high school right colleges are beginning to want those because they you know what I'm recruiting an athlete that knows time management I'm recruiting an athlete that can be disciplined in the classroom I'm recruiting an athlete that's probably not burned out on my sport anymore or, or or yet and I'm recruiting I'm recruiting an athlete who can use multiple parts of their body and are highly skilled at whatever they're doing. So, and I think that's what you need to do is sit down with your kid and say, what's best for you? How can we better support you in that? And I think the support thing comes to financially. What is it that we can afford to do? The reality is you're probably not doing two club sports. Mm-hmm. Some do. Um, I'm not saying that, but the the cost that it takes to be an athlete for a team here is pretty minimal. Let them be part of that, and then that one sport that you really think they're going to be good at, that's maybe the one you start investing in club and and more sport-specific learning.
0: Yeah, that research is fascinating. Like I didn't know any of that, so I really really like that kind of the mindset is changing in multiple spheres, maybe not just at the high school level, but at the college level and the professional level. I think that's really cool how things are changing and they're focusing in on that research to prove how you can be better by being involved in multiple ways, being a multi-sport athlete and being a more round, well-rounded individual.
2: Yeah. And, and, and what's interesting too uh, around um, athletics as a whole um, is, is just watching how kids, um, step in and, and respond um, to, to those demands. And I want to speak mostly to, to my kids. You know, I, as I watch them grow, you begin to realize that it's sports that are largely driving that. And what also that you find with my girls, I can't speak to my son being in middle school yet, but with my girls is the experience they get from being in a high school sport. You can't replicate what you get from having crowds, from having friends, from yeah. representing the the name on the front. Um, those kind of you go to a club game and it's parents yeah. and maybe it's a few coaches you don't have the large crowds doing the cheers and the chants and and just being able to play in in front of your peers is, is such a unique experience. And so you're starting to see club sports even th- there's a few that are starting to say, well, maybe you shouldn't play high school sports. That's not where you're going to get recruited. You know, if, if you're going to give up one, give up the high school experience. And I would encourage you to never give up the high school experience. It is truly something that is special. Those are the memories that you're going to have forever, right? Club is, in, in most sports, is where you're going to get recruited. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But you can't replicate the experience. And that, that in and of itself is is worthy of? Hey, I want to be part of that experience in as many different venues as possible.
0: Absolutely, like just like being an athlete in high school, like those are memories I remember. And it's cool from a coach's perspective too to see student athletes have that opportunity to have their friends cheer them on, to go to the state tournament. Like like you said, you can't replicate that experience. No,
2: no, it's it's unique.
0: Yeah. I love it. Um, Is there anything you would want our community to know about students playing multiple sports here at High?
2: Know that it's supported. Know that it's supported by all our coaches. Know that it is possible. Your kid's going to have to be disciplined. And that's something you probably desire for your kid anyway. But have the kids talk to their coaches. Don't just assume, well, coach would never let me do that. Ask your kid. Ask the coach. Coach, hey, I'm playing. I'm playing in a baseball tournament that weekend. I know we also have a basketball tournament. If there's the ability, if my games don't conflict, can I still come to two out of the four games for basketball? Most coaches are going to be like, absolutely. We would love to have you there as much as you possibly can. So don't just make the assumptions, have the conversations, because what you're going to find is coaches want to find ways. They want to encourage. And even what I would say here that's probably unique, maybe from other schools, I'm not sure because I haven't had conversations with other schools about it. But even when you're in season for one sport and there's other training happening, as long as it doesn't interfere, the priority for that sport needs to happen, right? The kid, if you're playing football in the fall, that's your number one priority. It does not get trumped by the basketball shooting that's happening in the morning or whatever. You need to do that. But most coaches will say, sure, as long as you're not cutting, there's not high risk of injury, go and get shots up. Go and work on your ball handling. Do those things. So you're actually going to hear coaches, even in the midst of a season, to say, hey, you know, I tell my my, my boys as well that are baseball players, yeah, you should probably start throwing in January. I know yeah. you're still in basketball. No, do I want you sliding into bases? Do I want you cutting and working all that stuff? No, I need you to stay focused on that, and I don't want it to interfere. But yes, you should be throwing the baseball and you should probably be hitting off the tee or in the cages with, you know, get, getting reps there. So those are the things that I think you'll actually find is parents, please don't make assumptions. Have your kids have the conversations because I think you'll find that it actually will work.
0: I'm so glad you brought up communication because I think that's something we're really big on here at High and something our teachers encourage, our administration encourages, and all of our departments encourage, like, have your students communicate with their teachers, with their coaches because you never know what the answer is going to be. And like you said, like we just want to support students while they're figuring things out, while they're trying things, we're going to walk alongside them and all of all it takes is a conversation. Absolutely. Love it. Um, my last question for you, Yeah. do you have a favorite part of your role, a favorite aspect of what you do here at Luhi? What do you love about your job?
2: You, you know, for, for me personally, uh, I tell people I just get to show up and, and live out the things that I love. Um, my, my, outside of my Outside of my relationship with Jesus and my family, the things I love most are teenagers, athletics, and leadership. So I just get to show up every day and get to, get to pour that into these kids. And the, the aspect that I have no doubt enjoyed the most, certainly of my assistant athletic director role, has been interacting with student athletes and developing connection with them, and, and, and maybe in some small way. Uh, finding a way to step into their life and encourage them in a unique way.
0: I love that so much. We love you here. Um, It's been so cool to see our super fans this year. Like I just want to shout you out and our super fans because that's been incredible. Our student sections are so amazing. They've gotten bigger every year. The cheers have gotten better every year. So thanks for what you do and just pouring into our students and into everyone here.
2: Well, thank you. And thanks for the compliments on that. I'm blessed to do what I do.
1: Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode and for all your support of our podcast. Next week, we have Dan back on the podcast to talk about the upcoming auction. It's a great fundraiser event here at school, um, and we'd love to have you join us. So if you're interested, you can go to our website and get tickets. Big thanks to Coach Brandsma for chatting with us today and to all our guests this season. As always, the intro and outro music are written and recorded by Mr. Zeller. Taylor James is your host, and I'm the producer. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and thanks again for all your support. We'll see you guys next week.